The quote for today's episode is, Sometimes a tie is really a win. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the Bedtime Daily Podcast, where I talk about topics ranging from self-care to chit-chat about just life in general. I'm your host, Asma Mohammed, and if you remember, a few episodes back, I told you guys about a book I was reading titled Life is a Four-Letter Word by David A. Levy and Kristen Carlson. I told you it was a compilation of lessons in different chapters. Um, I'm reading mine from Scribd, and you could get it there as well. It's available as an audiobook too, by the way, which I think is really cool. So just sign up for Scribd. Hey, here's an idea. You could use my referral link to sign up so that I could also benefit from it. It's right in the episode description box. Thank you. So today I am bringing in another lesson from the book. And the lesson for this chapter is sometimes a tie is really a win. I'll quickly read it to you and then talk about what I think. So the chapter is from the perspective of David A. Levy when he was a kid. Okay, here we go. The challenge. Play the computer at tic-tac-toe. The innocent invitation was posted at a local corner shopping center one sunny Saturday afternoon. Not much of a challenge, I smugly mused. How hard could this be? After all, I had long since mastered this game for thoughts. Mind you, I wasn't actually sure what a computer actually was. But no matter, this was the early 1960s. I was nearly eight years old and everything was possible. It was going to be a battle for the ages. Boy versus computer. And I was going to kick the computer's electronic butt. I confidently strode into the exhibit tent, which was sponsored by IBM or Bell Labs or some other creator of futuristic technological wonders. As I took my place in line, my eyes were drawn to a massive sign hanging ominously above the computer screen. You can't beat it. See if you can tie it. I scoffed at the very notion, utterly convinced that I could figure out a way to slay this pompous behemoth. I approached the massive soulless black screen. The primitive white cursor blinked at me arrogantly, daring me to make my move. I was not to be intimidated. I took a deep breath and the challenge was on. Game one, tie. Okay, you've got this covered. Game two, tie. Come on, you can do it. Game three, loss. What the? Game four, loss. This can't be happening. Game five, tie. Okay, now don't panic. And so it went, seemingly random sequences of losses and ties, but not one win. As my veneer of denial began to slowly erode, the realization crept up my back like an army of cold spiders. I could not win. But surprisingly, after the initial frustration, a tie started to feel not so bad. As a matter of fact, it felt pretty good, or at least it felt acceptable. There was no such thing as a win. A tie was a win. I walked home alone that day, humbled but wiser. Tic-tac-toe was never the same again. But this was more than just a game of tic-tac-toe. It turned out to be about all kinds of challenges, especially challenges in important relationships, 
like with friends, family, or partners. It is not about winning. In fact, when you win, you actually don't really win. You actually lose. And when they win, they don't really win. They actually lose. The best outcome is a tie. If you can both walk away equally satisfied or even equally dissatisfied, that's the real challenge and the real win. Life lesson, sometimes a tie is really a win. The end. Of that chapter, not the book, you should go read the entire book. All right, so after reading that, the first lesson that came to mind for me, of course, was the one the closing paragraph highlights, the one about relationships. Many times in an argument or conflict, we often just want to win. And if it's a minor dispute about something irrelevant that can be laughed about, perhaps there's no harm in that. But when that's not the case, when the stakes are high, wanting to win is honestly setting you up for a bigger loss at the end of the day. We want to put in the last word. Drive the last nail in. No matter the cost, there must be a winner. And so sometimes, in the heat of the argument, we end up saying something hurtful to the other person. Why? Is it because there is no greater win than the one that cuts deep? One person wins the argument, but slowly, the ties that hold the relationship together comes undone. With each win from whichever party or whichever side, a loss also takes place. The best thing to do is just to let things be. There's this stuff some, some couples say about how they tackle disputes. They say, it's not me versus you, it's us versus the situation. And I love that. I think we should all try to look at things that way too. And it's basically the same thing as a tie is a win. Because if there's no one coming out victorious from the argument or conflict, it means no one is coming out feeling like a loser either. And no one wants to associate that feeling of losing with a dear one. It's a road down to resentment. It opens the door for unhealthy competition between two people, which is not a feeling that should be in any relationship at all, romantic or otherwise. Now, the second lesson I thought of after reading the passage was this, and you might think it's too far-fetched, but hear me out. Sometimes we find ourselves in impossible situations. Things have gone completely out of our control and there is sincerely nothing that we can do about it. But because we are scared to feel like losers, we keep pushing, wasting time in the process, giving our all into something that can't be won. If there's no way forward sometimes, it's okay to go back and take another direction. You didn't win, but you didn't lose either. The situation was just out of your control. No need to beat yourself up about it. As long as you know in your heart of hearts that you did everything and you persevered up to that point, just think of it as a tie. And you should feel good knowing that you put in your best and this doesn't take away from how good you are regardless. We need to recognize when to step away and put our energy someplace else. In fact, staying in the impossible situation because of the fear of feeling like you've lost only leads to a worse feeling down the line when you realize you've given your all to a fruitless cause. So my hope and prayer for us, for me and you today, is that we are able to recognize what isn't worth it and that we have the strength to walk away from it. Okay, guys, what did you think while listening to the chapter? Do you have any other lesson drawn from the story? No matter how far-fetched you think it is, feel free to let me know. You can send me a message or even leave a comment on Instagram. And I would love to hear from you.
that will be all of it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed and I will catch you on the next episode next week. Bye.